Hello, welcome back to the NFC Least Edition of the Rambling Viking Podcast. Good to be back with you this week. We, as always, have Connor in the house. We're going to break down all the leasteristness of this least week as we come upon Christmas. And there are some great gifts that we are looking forward to, some gifts that we got this week. I mean, it was the week that just kept on giving. You had safeties, blocked punts, interim punters. You had interceptions galore, fumbles. I mean, you think of it, you pretty much got it, except a tie. But that's about it. So it was a wild week. Not exactly all the outcomes that we wanted necessarily, but they are all acceptable is what I would call them. And 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 every, and. The least is still very much alive. The horse race is still very much neck and neck. So, uh, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of exciting stuff we get to. Connor, how you feeling? Feel pretty good. Um, half the NFC least did their job, and then there were our two dumb teams that we root for. <laughs> our two teams did not do their job. No, they did they not. They were weirdly supposed to win just to make things tighter and more confusing. But instead, they were like, eh, uh, I'm good. I don't want to do that. They said, let's uh, go full Washington East. Was the Cowboys won just like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And our two Giants and Eagles were like, eh, no, I, I'm not going to do that. And you can't make me. And we couldn't. Yep. Sadly, we couldn't. And, I mean, the Eagles at least kind of kept it close. Uh, the Giants really, True. really went full East oh, the on Giants. it. They were sitting there. Yeah, they were they, sitting there, and they go, "Guys, we forgot about something." And and every, everyone in the room looked looked at him and said, "What?" And he said, "Draft pick." <laughs> and they went hard. <laughs> Basically, what the Giants did was they went all in every hand. Oh my gosh! And, yes. I mean, that was that was their entire play the whole time. <laughs> we're gonna go all in every time. So went all in, lost all the money. We're like, all right, that's fine. We'll just go to the next casino and go all in on the first hand again. I mean, that's that's what they did over and over. And it yeah. just never worked. No, it didn't. They never it, doubled their money. It didn't. They were they were that guy at the casino that you awkwardly watch your friend. He's like, yeah, you know, I usually do pretty well. Um, we'll go. It'll be fun. You know, you'll have a good time. I'll win a little bit. And then it was just not their night. They were losing every, and they were like, yeah, this normally doesn't happen. And you're sitting there like, yeah, okay. Uh huh. In the back of your mind, you're like, whatever, man, you're a psychopath. You have a problem. We need to get you into, we need to get you some serious professional help. Uh, but I think that's a perfect opportunity to, let's just go ahead and jump right into these games. We've hyped up all this excitement. So when we can yeah. start with that one right there, Browns, and the Giants. The Sunday night football matchup. Oh, Browns, yeah. Giants. They got, they got flexed into Sunday night football. <laughs> that means oh. NBC was like, you know what we need? We need that game. Mm-hmm. And that game is what they got. 20 yeah. to 6. And if you're a Browns fan, if you're a Browns fan, look, you loved it. Full disclosure, you love it. You're like, wow, we still haven't. We have two more weeks of football. We only have two more weeks of football, and we haven't managed to go full Browns yet. And no. and so it's really impressive on their part. I don't know if they can yeah. survive another two weeks of not going full Browns. And sadly, Baker was just on fire. Oh my gosh! Could not. He, he had a clean pocket, so he was lighting it up mm-hmm. like he was back at OU. 
<laughs> that's real talk though right there so anyways uh yeah, connor what's uh, the breakdown look like well the breakdown was the fact that colt mccoy was the starter because daniel jones they decided actually wasn't healthy so they maybe <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have even started him last week because he has a hamstring and an ankle issue oh my god so that's great Somehow he got an ankle issue, probably turned it while doing hamstring exercises or something. I don't know. Basically what happened, and the first quarter is all you really needed to watch in this game to know mm-hmm. how everything would go. First possession, Giants drove down to the five-yard line, went forward on third down, didn't get it, so it's fourth and goal from like the five. Got the punt unit out, or not the punt, the uh, field goal unit out, and then shifted so where now the center is eligible, snapped it back to the to the kicker, attempted to throw it to the center, got swatted away, wasn't a great throw, turnover on downs. So you're like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine, it's fine, whatever. Then Cleveland went down. I believe they just had a field goal that first drive. No, I lied to you. They didn't. They punted. Mm-hmm. And then the Giants drove back down the three-yard line this time fourth and two so you can get a first down get a first down at the one-yard line no sir we will not do that turnover on downs again we just tried to rush the ball up the field like we had saquon back there and it was wayne gallman instead so two turnovers on downs in the first two possessions that both went down to inside the five-yard line and once you watch that you're like okay this is uh this is pretty much a wrap. They got the ball back again, kicked a field goal. Ended the first quarter, it was 3-0 Giants. Whenever they were down within the five-yard line, twice. So you're like, oh, this is probably not going to go well. And then it didn't. Cleveland scored 13 in the second because their kicker doinked an extra point off of the uprights, which is always fun. And really all it was was... Um, Joe Judge really went all in. I mean, he was like, we got to make some points that we don't deserve a bunch of times to have a chance in this game because our quarterback right now is Colt McCoy. And he went for it, never got it. Uh, Colt McCoy, 221 passing yards, 19 for 31, so that's all fine. No touchdowns, no picks, so whatever there. Um, couldn't rush the ball. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that that pretty much summed it up pretty well. It was the whole is the Giants doing nothing and then just going balls to the wall to try and get to convert on these fourth downs. I mean, one stat they only punted it twice for sixty nine yards, which first of all, it's an average of thirty four point five. Their long was thirty five. The long was half a yard longer than the average, folks. Um, which really is just cut in half. But anyways, still that means the other one was shorter. <laughs> You had a 34-yard bump and a 35-yard. One was still inside the 20, so it was a short field punt. So yeah, they're not you. You don't boom those, but still, only two punts and a lot, a lot of going for it's and fakes and special stuff that uh, didn't go well. So well, fun to watch when it works. It's pretty mm-hmm. tough to see when it doesn't. And, and when you see it multiple times, definitely it was that guy at the casino who was like, yeah, no, it's fine. 
you know, you don't you don't get them all. But and he's like, we're gonna go for it again. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. The first one didn't go so well. Wait, so wait, our, wait, buddy. our confidence isn't too high on this. And he's like, nah, we got this. You can't waver. You just gotta keep going for it. And they're like, all right. And then it did not work. <laughs> so nope. by the Never end did. of it, their team was looking at the coach saying, mm, told you so. <laughs> Pretty much told like, you so. I, I have to say, that what he did was probably about the only actual real chance they had to win the game. Oh, yeah. Is if they got some of those. No, they had to. Because they weren't just going to beat him outright. So right. I don't I, blame him at all for going for it. No. It just didn't work out. And to way. his respect, too, to give him his proper respect, he knew the implications of the NFC lease grandmaster plan that we have going on right now. Very that true. is, look, we Very need true. to keep this up until we need to push this as far everyone needs to be in the divisional race until they literally like it's, it's statistically impossible because people play each other type situation. So, you know, as, yep. as far as, and everyone we are, still has a chance with only two games left. Exactly. That's the beauty of it. And, and only, I think one team will, will be eliminated and that's a little foreshadowing. And so we could have three teams with a chance in the final week, potentially. So that's yes. that's big time, but yeah, that Very game that game was. Uh, if you missed it, then you didn't miss anything. It's the best way I know how to put it. If you missed it, you didn't miss anything. So we if can you go ahead. It, you you can just keep living. <laughs> yeah, good for you. You probably did something productive with your life and meaningful. At least Most a little likely. bit. Yeah, at least a yep. little bit. But uh, yeah, we can go ahead and move on to the next game. I don't know what game you have slated up on your end. What really, whatever you're feeling, do you want to? Let's just get our two teams out of the yeah, way. Yeah, let's do the Eagles game because that one had a lot they of highlights. Oh man, they didn't do their job, but look, <laughs> it was a show. So you know, we talked about how the Giants' problem yeah. was going for it, always going for it. The Eagles' problem was Murphy's Law. They went full Murphy in this. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong, <laughs> and they managed to do all the weird stuff that you could think of and cram it into one single. Game. It was something else. Connor, give us your breakdown. Eagles uh, lost twenty six to thirty three. Once again, like you were saying, really just weird stuff. Jalen Hurts twenty four for forty four, um, three hundred thirty eight yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. So I don't know what he's thinking there. Anti least at its finest. Yeah. Thanks for nothing, Jalen. Uh, he carried the ball 11 times, 63 yards, and another touchdown. So I, I don't even know what to say about that. That's It's disgusting. It hurts me. There, there's there's only one redeeming and, uh, redeeming stat. Six Sacked six times for 33 yards. So. That was helpful. Mm-hmm. That was helpful. Um, outside of that, it, it was a weird back-and-forth game that I think you would be better at kind of describing. Because okay. I'm sure you were more into it than I was. Yeah, I mean, I was a little preoccupied, so I didn't get to watch it as closely as I wanted to. But uh, fortunately, it was on, and I did obviously go back and watch the highlights. So to, let's just say this: kick things off. Ha <laughs> It was Jalen Hurts decided it was a good idea to throw to absolutely nobody. I mean, every receiver's route went to his left went to the left side of the field and he, and in a moment of panic, they were backed up and he was currently standing in the end zone and he threw it right. Like all he had to do was throw it anywhere left 
and it was fine. And he threw it right to no. There wasn't even a Cardinals player within like 12 yards of this thing. And so really started off the game strong by getting a technicality safety. Intentional grounding from the end zone gets you a safety. Didn't even, didn't even have the respect to get like tackled to sit around trying to actually, you know, get out of the end zone and get tackled was like, no, 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 no. We leased it in this thing. I may not throw an interception, but I might as well, but I will throw it away for two points to the other team. Oh, and they get the ball back. So that's how we started. It's real big time there. And then, you know, things just devolved from there. Shortly after that, we had a blocked punt that injured our punter. Now they didn't recover it for a touchdown, but they had the ball on the five, one, one play scored. Wow. We are nine to zip in lickety split. Like, uh, every, we're sitting here watching this going, oh, yeah, bench Carson Wentz because Jalen will fix the problem. And it's just like, Mm-mm, our problems are so much deeper than that. And this season, we've made a hard commitment to be the leasterest, the leastest, to lease to our leasterestest ability, all right? This was like a blood pact here, all right? We do this, our souls will be sucked from our bodies and sent to the abyss of Hades, okay? We cannot afford to not least. However, however, they fr- they failed to realize, I don't know if they ignored the memo or what happened here, but they, maybe they were just being rebellious, you know, kind of like the culture of Philly is and like, screw you, you're not going to tell me what to do. When they were like, we were like, hey, you need to win this week. Just win this one because we need this. We need this divisional race to be just neck and neck. We need everybody to be even, basically. So it comes down to the absolute last game, and there's some weird circus tiebreakers or something crazy, and bada bing, bada boom. Nobody knows what's going to happen. It's pure chaos. And they completely ignored that. They, I think they kind of played us and like, oh, yeah, no, we'll try. And then he was like, nope, yoink, throwing it right. And they're like, yeah, block this punt straight up the middle. And it was crazy. So I'm getting a little little too uh, rambly there. I'll bring it back in. But anyways, kind of go back and forth. Now the second quarter, they made it look like they were trying 20 points in the second quarter. A lot of stuff, some good rushes, some things like that. But then, of course, what happened with our punter being out, Zach Ertz had to take the spot of the placeholder. And now... Typically, if you heard this, that it was a botched field goal. I believe it was actually an extra point. Um, was I honestly don't remember at this point. Was it a to field goal? Yeah, it was a... F- wait. Uh, it's, a, it's an extra point to take the lead by one. We were two for two on extra points. So, oh. yeah. See, it, I thought it was 26-26. And I, it was. It been a field goal. But it was tied at 26. Yeah, it was. But I'm just looking at the stat sheet because I don't, I don't, I honestly don't because it was about the same range as an extra point. So I just don't remember. It says he was two for two, and it would he would have been two for three. So, but he was zero for zero on field goals because he didn't even get to kick the ball. So it doesn't even register. That's hilarious. True. Yeah. But, but anyways, anyways, um, they botch it, and you say, "Oh yeah, you got your backup placeholder." No, no, no. The snap from our long snapper, perfectly healthy, the same long snapper all season long, decides, I'm going to snap this one. I'm going to slide it across the grass like a slip and slide. And yeah, and but but he did a bang up job on that. So it was unrecoverable and unfixable. And that just ended in a tackle turnover on down. Surprise, surprise. And look, wow, we already have three crazy anomalies in like before that before halftime, actually, that might have been in the second half. That one was in the second half, but 
Before the fourth quarter, we have all these three crazy anomalies. So, like, I mean, the list just goes on, and it continued from there. Like, since our punter got hurt, our kicker was our punter. He did a bang-up job, though. Two punts, 77 yards, average 42. He was he was killing it, right? He did a he and one inside the 20, so like he stepped up. Good job, Jake Elliott. Good job. We don't punish kickers and punters on this show. Well, kickers if kickers, kickers yes, can punish punish you you are superstars. You are the quarterbacks of the NFC Leafs yep. podcast. All right. Yep, pretty much. Uh but yeah. So basically put all that together in a and wrap it with a bow. Oh, can't forget our fumbles. We had Jalen Hurts fumbled it three times. He didn't lose any of them, though. So that's yeah. a little unfortunate. But, yeah, mixed in three fumbles in there and some other stuff. Man, Just to keep it spicy. It was a wild game. And, yeah. you know, I'll say this. The Cardinals even tried to join in the leasting a little bit because I know uh, Kyler Murray, he threw an interception. He had he fumbled it twice, lost one of them. DeAndre Hopkins fumbled and lost his fumble. Yeah. So like they were they weren't they were playing ball with us. They're like, no, look, we about this bird gang gotta stick together. We'll lease a little bit with you. And and but then they were like, but we're not gonna let you beat us. And the Eagles are like, we can't let you beat and us. the Eagles are like, Sorry. don't worry, we are gonna do all the wrong stuff. So unless you're going all in to really have the battle of the lease, like uh, you know if you're playing the 49ers. But that's uh that's pretty much probably a good summary, way too long summary of that game. But I mean, it, can you blame me? It was crazy and exciting in all the wrong ways. Yeah. I will say real quick, mm. uh, just on the your now backup quarterback Carson Wentz. Yes, I've read today that he has lost all faith in the Eagles and Eagles coaching staff and front office. Well, but here's the fun part: his contract. His extension that he signed hasn't even kicked in yet. No, that's next year when that starts. March, March. Like if they if they if they wait until like after if they wait until mid March, he gets like a ten million dollars signing bonus and like gets gets the first his first check, and it's it's a whole crazy thing. I saw a thing. Yeah, what it's funny to me. I, I want to focus on the first part of that. He lost all faith in the front office. Well, join the rest of the fan base. About freaking time you got on board. Lost faith like week three. I lost. I my faith started to waver in the draft. All right, as did everyone else's when they went, huh? Second round, Jalen Hurts. Didn't we just? Isn't this our franchise guy? And uh, that's when the sabotage began yep. of the leasing. So yeah, so we can get rid of them before. Oh. The new league's season officially starts. They will have fifty nine million two hundred twenty two thousand mm-hmm. of dead cap. Dude, fifty nine mil of dead cap. Uh-huh. You want to you want to lease so hard into next season? That's the way you do it, folks. Look, the Eagles are primed and ready to be the most leased in this off season to if make so all choose. the wrong moves. All right, forget the Giants piss poor drafting. Forget Washington football teams just piss poor Dan Snydership. Snyder ownership. Forget the Cowboys probably drafting more receivers and not actually fixing their problems. The Eagles are leading that charge. The Eagles, all right? Those yard birds of ours. So we can go ahead and move on, though. We need to move on to the next game. I took way too much time up, but it was just, man. All right, we'll go with uh, the Cowboys who beat the 49ers. This shouldn't take too long since, you know, they yeah. beat Mullins. Yeah. Uh, um, Cowboys won 41-33. Andy Dalton, 19-33, 209 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, 
I don't know. There's not a whole lot. Ezekiel Elliott didn't even play. I, I don't. I, I don't remember what his injury was. I, they, think I don't think they said. I, they just yeah. said he's in. They just said but he's inactive. In, yeah, they put in Tony Pollard, who had about similar similar numbers to what Zeke has had this year. Twelve carries, sixty nine yards. He actually had a couple touchdowns, so good for him. Um, let's see. Oh, their kicker did miss a field goal, so that's good. Glad he's back on that train. We needed that. Oh yeah, I think he no, he didn't doink it. He just Greg Zerlin. Yep, he just shot it wide. But yeah. Um. So big, um, big. Honestly, big storyline for this San Francisco. I think has got to be our NFC or our sorry, yeah, our our honorary yeah. NFC least team of the week because I mean, oh for sure, Nick Mullins got benched like in the fourth. And they were like, they were like, I mean, oh, that reminds you, wow, this other guy must be terrible, terrible. CJ beat hard. (laughs) Okay. It might be Bethard or something. It's Bethard? No, but it's beat hard. It is beat hard all day. CJ beat hard. That is awesome. Yeah, old Nicky Mullins. They they held out until the look. They they held out until the fourth quarter with Nick Mullins. All right. They they held out. They were like, no 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 no. We can't put Beat Hard in. We like, come on. Surely he can salvage this. Until Nick Mullins literally left no doubt. So if that tells you anything about their quarterback situation, and they still only lost. I remember them showing. They still only lost by a touch or uh, eight points. Touchdown and two point. I remember them in the fourth quarter showing Mullins over on the sideline, and he didn't even look upset. He was just like, "Yeah, sad's up." Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I did all the wrong things. You right. You right. He's kind. It's kind of like you sit there and you correct his mistakes, and he's like, "All right, all right, all right." And then he, and then when he goes to try again, he does all the same stuff wrong and doesn't correct one thing. We all know those type of people who you're like, you're trying to help him, like, I don't know, learn how to play ping pong, right? And you're like, all right, you need to, like, you know, do your wrists like this, you know, you know, swing a step like this, position your body like this, because you're doing these three things. And they're like, okay, okay, I got it. And then they do absolutely none of the, none of the corrections. And you're left with, (laughs) and you're left going, well, um, I'm not going to explain myself again, so you should just try again. Right. Yep. But anyways, no, that was, uh, yeah, that was really my highlight. Honestly, I mean, the Cowboys played awkwardly good. It was kind of weird. I think the real highlight has to be the punting. Yes. Yeah. So we'll look at that big punting day. Both sides, honestly. Nice wander. Six punts. Two hundred eighty-two yards. Two inside the twenty. Two coffin corners. I need to remember to say that. Long of 53, we had, um, I can't even, his whole name, he th- he ellipses out of me reading his whole name. So M. Wishnows is all I can read. But he, <laughs> four punts, 186 yards, one coffin corner, long of 48. Dude was slinging it. Um, they yeah. both were booming it. And uh, really, honestly, this was another one where it's like, oh, 41-33 must have been an exciting game. Yeah, you had a cool like last-second Hail Mary, but... This was if you miss this game, uh, good for you. You you did not miss much at all. It was it was not something it was, to watch. It was ugly and not great. 
Speaking of ugly and not great, let's move on to our fourth game. Oh, boy. Everybody was Which is where the Washington football team lost 15-20 to to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, man. You want to talk about a least score? That is a least score. Like that that's a beautiful least score. Oh, it's so amazing. Um, we have to talk about the fact that Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, has finally had to just give up and admit that there is a dam in the water, and that dam is named Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> he had no choice but to play him. It was it was tough. He I... had choice you could you know he hated it every second you yeah you could see it he was pissed and yet they had him throw 55 times 38 of 55 295 yards one touchdown two picks so good job Dwayne. you're my boy Dwayne. Um, really couldn't get much of a rushing game going uh, i mean it was it was a dumb ugly game it really was. It was stupid. You figured the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, that's electrifying. No, they are still, they're still putting in their, they they are like, no, 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 we put it in our application, and now we're giving you reference games to be able to see why we deserve. They're 10 and 4 playing like this. That's what's so strange about it. It's so stupid. It's silly, dude. Their defense isn't that good. Their offensive line, and somehow their receiving core is falling apart. I don't know what's going on with them, man. They're, they're. I think, I think it's that bird gang mentality. They're like, well, look, one bird struggles. We all just bird gang up and let's struggle together. And it doesn't make really much sense to me. But well, this year a lot of birds are struggling, so man. the Seahawks might feel left out. That's probably what it is, honestly. Well, you know, too. Um, this is this is this is shouts out right here. We had a little flashback game yesterday. Old TB. TB12 came in hot and erased a 17-point deficit to beat the Falcones. <laughs> oh, man. You want to talk about big time. That's what I'm talking about, dude. He he. I was like, wow, flashback to the past? This is all nostalgia all day. This is like when all the good Christmas movies come on around this time of year. Wow, what do you figure? But, <laughs> Crazy. So, one, um, Tressway didn't have the biggest game. Only four punts, 182 yards. No coffin corners along a fifty-four. I mean, so I mean, he's it was average, average yeah. game for him. Average game. Now, as far as punt returns go, uh, yes, what football this team? Is what I wanted to get to. <laughs> well, this then I'll take player at the least. Hey, you. Uh, well, you know what? Great segue. You take it away. <laughs> Obviously, as you are alluding to, the punt returner for the football team is Stephen Sims. Junior, he had two returns, negative one yard. Twice he decided, I'm going to return this, and lost half a yard. So he took a step back, or maybe he fair catch. Did he fair catch one of them, and then just decided, I'm not fair catching this one, and then lost a single yard? I don't remember at this point. Honestly. On, it wasn't on the highlights because it wasn't. It doesn't fall under highlight. traditional highlight. It's a highlight for us. It's a highlight for us. Yes. But you know, I for this game, I was only able to catch the, you know the the highlight reel on YouTube. So it's like I don't even know. I my theory my theory is look. He was like, oh, I got this, and they were coming way too fast and way too uh, unblocked, 
And he was like, no, no, no. And they're probably yelling at him on the sideline, just call a fair catch. He's like, I got this. And he does the, you know, when you catch it, you kind of take that half step back. He takes that half step back to load up and then, and then just shifts his weight to try and do a juke and then just gets probably not like creamed because he probably would have got injured, you know, cause, oh, cause that would have been a highlight, a big hit. Right. But, but he probably sidestepped just enough, but not enough to get out of the way fully. And they, one guy, you know, his arm kind of hooks him and half spins him. And then, and, and then he tries to step again, but then his legs are kind of tangled up and he kind of just starts to fall. And then another guy maybe comes in and puts a little light hit on him. And that just happened not once, but twice he made that decision. Like you said, Beautiful. Uh, to be fair, he did have one, reception for 11 yards so hmm. i guess he did that but it was only one so i i, I figured it still counts he still qualifies look he, anybody can get one freaking catch okay he got one catch it was only 11 yards wasn't a big play if it'd been big play we might have had a little different conversation but he i think yeah. he's absolutely still eligible for your nfc um at least player of the of the week so i wholeheartedly I, agree who's yours well, you know, it's funny. We talked before the pod how you told – well, you illuminated it, uh, illuminated my um, – what? Words are hard. You informed me that – you informed me – Dude, no, it, my brain just quit and I was like – and it was like, bro, this is not going to come out sounding good. Um <laughs> I was like, I was going to say you illuminated my brain. And I was like, no, that's going to be real bad. So you informed me that that half the time you come in, you're flying blind and you just figure it out as we go. And like, I mean, that's happened to me once maybe. Something you feel. Yeah. But, but I usually have a peek and have an idea. And then as we talk through it, I usually have a short list and didn't really have that today. But you know, after kind of talking through everything, I'm going to have to give it to, and I need to look this guy up because he needs to be called out by name, but I'm going to give it to the Philadelphia Eagles long snapper because now he's not responsible for blocking on the punt. But the guy came literally, like, I think in his gap, like, or maybe one gap over. And yeah. so it was it was in the vicinity, right? And then he totally threw a grounder on the easier one to the easier snap, and that is a field goal snap. You're not sending it, you know, 15 yards into the backfield. You send it seven yards, keep it real low. Like, you can even do a half grounder sometimes, and it's still salvageable. His was so bad, it was not even salvageable. Like, when they showed it up close, slow-mo, it was not salvageable. I don't care if your normal holder was in there. There was no getting that one. It came in too wonky. And so, I mean, and literally as a long snapper, what do you do? You go to practice. You probably, you do the weightlifting, the conditioning. You go to practice. You know what you do? You probably throw out about 100 snaps of each thing, okay? And you're getting it so the laces are coming up right. You're getting, I mean, you, that is literally your singular job that is you you made it because you can sling that ball consistently for punting and for kicking and the one time things get a little out of whack back there because your punter's gone and so you got a different holder i don't know what happened you just like whatever this is a wash this isn't gonna go well so i'm just gonna make sure it doesn't go and you totally botch it so i'm trying to pull it up right now and i've gotten so caught up in my speaking while yeah. you're looking for that, um, I noted that the announcer, when that happened, also said your long slapper's name totally incorrectly and literally called out someone who had nothing to do with it and said it was their fault. Oh, that's incredible. That's, I, it was, I think they called out the holder 
Oh, Zach Ertz. It was their fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Zach Ertz, bad snap. And it was like, no, no, no. Rick. No, no, the original. Oh, Cameron Johnston? That's right. He called out Cameron Johnston, said it was his fault, (laughs) and then said, I'm sorry. He's actually not the long snapper. Kick him while he's down. He's over here to no fault of his own, got the punt blocked, leg swept, and is injured and unable to do the one thing he is paid to do, and that's kick. He's got a leg injury now, and you're over here just dragging him as he's injured and uninvolved. Man, this guy really sucks. So, for those of you curious cats out there, Rick Lovato, number 45, he's a long snapper. He's 28. He's six foot two, 250 pounds. He's four years experience, and he went to Old Dominion. So, oh, good. That's a good mm-hmm. college. Yeah. No, for that. Something. For, yeah, not for long snappers, apparently. That's, it's great. So, <laughs> it's awesome for long snappers. But, yeah, that's my NFC Least uh, Player of the Week right there is Rick Lovato. Shout out to you. Keep up the good work and just uh, keep uh, non-snapping. It's doing, it's going well for you, going real well. So what do you say we do a quick stat highlight and then we'll move into our predictions for next week? Please. All right. So big news, folks, big news. As we know, um, we'll talk a little bit about the division too, I guess. Or we'll close on all the craziness after we do our predictions because – Wait a minute. No, we're going to do that now. Or am I going to flip-flop one more time? No, no, we'll do that now. We'll do that now, right? So, quick update here. Uh, Cowboys, 5-9. and nine. Eagles, 4-9-1. and one. Giants, 5-9. and nine. Football team, 6-8. and eight. With the lead in the division. Now, everyone's still very negative in their net points, except the football team. They are a positive 7, awkwardly enough. Um, they're also the only ones above league average in completion percentage. And a big part of that is because Kyle Allen, the like the game and a half he played, he yeah. like he still his pass he left with a pass rating of like ninety nine point three. So he did just oh, good enough before he got gross. injured that his stats were like actually really good. And so he's yeah. his like week three stats are still carrying the team. Um, other fun stat: Dak Prescott is still the leading passer for. <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. He has only played five games. Andy Dalton has now played nine games. It is still roughly 350 yards um, behind him in passing yards. So that's that's impressive. Andy Dalton really not trying to break any records here. So um, Other big news, we broke 1,000 yards in sack yards. I don't know if we did that last week, but we definitely did that this week. Um, we, do, we did break the 10,000 punt yards. Um, we are 10,400, so that's big time right there. And, uh, that's really pretty much it for now. I'm glad we broke the, I'm glad we broke the 10K. Yes, we, we, we broke that 10K threshold. It feels real good, real big stuff. And we're still negative 210 in net points, even though football team managed to be positive seven. And so with that being said, why don't we talk a little bit about, how this scenario is going to play out. So you heard me foreshadow earlier that there's going to be only after next week, there's only going to be three teams eligible to win this division, but you know, at at most. And that's because the Cowboys and the Eagles play each other and it is loser is out is done. So yes, like the Cowboys would lose tiebreakers. 
Uh, yeah. So I, this was caught. This was con- this was a commentator note in the middle okay. of a game where they were like Cowboys and Eagles next week, and whoever loses this is um, will be officially like out of the race to win the division. So uh, I don't. I guess it's dealing with tiebreakers and whatnot. But yes. It's 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 dealing with some crazy tiebreakers, I guess. But they will, I guess, the loser. Obviously, the Eagles because they're the only ones who don't have at least yes. five wins. But they somehow could still magically do it because in the following week they play the football team, and uh, next week who does the football team play? I don't remember now. Is it is it? Do they play the um, the Giants? No, they've already played the Giants twice. Because um, the Giants have the tiebreaker. Gotcha. Against the football team. Gotcha. Uh, the football team's final game of the year? No, that's the Eagles. Next week, though. Yeah. Oh, next week? I'm sorry. Man, what the? Uh, I clicked 16. They are playing the Panthers oh. in a revenge game for Ron Rivera. Crap. Because I'm pretty, sh- I feel, I'm pretty sure if they win. Well, no, no, no. Oh, gosh. And New York has Baltimore? Okay. Yes. So basically, going into next week right now, it's still anybody's division, but Washington definitely needs to lose. New York sure. would technically need to win, but even if they lose, um, and then the winner as coming long in as on, Washington loses, yes. then they're still alive. Then then everybody no everybody's still alive, and it's minus whoever the loser of the Cowboys Eagles game, and it's a full blown horse race. So basically, we really need Washington to lose and not to capitalize on their revenge game against a pretty really mediocre. Um, yeah. Carolina team. Holy crap, man! I've been losing it today. Rough pod, but yeah, that's kind of how that situation is panning out right now. Gonna be honestly, if if you're leasting with us, it's gonna be really exciting stuff to see to see. Um, who's going to come out the bottom, who's going to come out the top. It's like, it's going to be real big time. So we can go ahead and segue into your random segment of the day and, uh, take it away. Well, this one, um, I do need to ask you real quick, uh, carpet or ceiling fan? Mm, totally carpet, dude. Yep. I th- I knew you would say that. So I only had one topic figured out because I knew you, that would be your answer. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, this one. I have decided to just simply name Mascot Battle. Mm. I feel like you now know everything that this is going to be about. Yeah, that's all we need to know. It's a round robin of one versus one matchups between mascots. So, in order to be fair, and so that way we both understand these rules that I just made up, for the Eagles, they are like a flock, so I would say around 8 to 12 Eagles. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are, of course, bald eagles since... I, I have to assume that that's what Philadelphia was going for when they named them. Yes. Uh, bald eagles, around 12 pounds, are about 3 feet tall and travel at speeds of up to 99 miles an hour. Okay? So, for Cowboys, I'm thinking it's kind of like a posse. So, say about 5 guys have 6 shooters and 10-gallon ads. Um, football team. Uh, we'll use the standard 53-man roster. Uh, no need for a coaching staff because this is just the team. Giants, uh, we're going to use a pair of Giants since we all know Giants tend to move in nomadic tribes of two. Giants I'm picturing here are around 15 to 20 feet tall and weigh at least a ton. Uh, not overly mobile or smart. Okay. Uh, the fights will take place in... A classic football stadium. So if you think of football stadium, that's where the fights are. Okay. 
All right. So we'll lead off with Giants versus Eagles. Um, I got to say, I'm not super sure how the Eagles are going to win here. Um, obviously, the Eagles are going to need to be quick. And I don't know. I don't know how quickly exactly a bald eagle can gain altitude because they have to get up out of the Giants' you know, field of swing. And the Giants, as we both now know, are giant. So, um, I think the only real possible strategy for the Eagles is to attack in fleets and to get the Giants moving around and kind of wear themselves out, maybe get them a little dizzy. But, and again, um, one single strike by a Giant obviously just destroys an Eagle. There's no way it wouldn't. So, I think the best case for the Eagles here, they're probably still going to lose but they can really hope to cause one of the Giants to punch the other and knock it out. But, I mean, I think it's a pretty clear loss, but not just terrible. I think uh, you run it a thousand times. Giants probably win about 70, 700 of them. I think that's fair to say. I don't know. What do you think? I like that assessment. Okay. All right, so we'll move on to uh, Giants versus Cowboys. Now, this one's interesting because I didn't lay out these rules as far as the Giants go, so I have a few questions. Like, how badly do bullets hurt Giants? How much ammo do the Cowboys have? How much whiskey have the Cowboys had to drink? And to me, the answers to these questions are as follows. It takes several bullets to slow a Giant. Uh, maybe five well-placed bullets to the chest could take one down. Headshots, we're talking maybe one to three, somewhere in that area. Uh, Cowboys all have one reload per gun. So, you know, I assume that they're both holding a pistol on each hand. So, you know, two reloads total. Um, Obviously, they've had a bit of whiskey. So, I'm thinking Giants probably win just over half of these. I just am not sure how well a cowboy could aim while a giant is sprinting at them full speed. Um, I don't know. This one's pretty close, and you could sway me either way. But especially with this year's cowboy team, I don't think this is a crack squad. So even dumb giants, I think, would get the job done here. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's it's real... (laughs) I mean, let's just let's just talk about mascot um, placement here, or mas- you know, you know, mascot decisions. And the Giants clearly did a good job and and prepped and were thinking about this sort of situation when they chose. So uh, yeah, gotta give it to the Giants, man. And I even think it's maybe more lopsided than the Giants and the Eagles because the illegal Eagles at least can kind of stick and move, but yeah, the, the Cowboys are drunken on the ground and they got some guns, but dadgum, man. <laughs> Just fine with that one. So, we'll move on to the Giants' final matchup versus the football team. And, you know, I weirdly think football team might win this through just sheer massive numbers. Now, understand, they don't have weapons, just team. But the Giants that I originally laid out aren't so overwhelmingly huge so as to just take a single step and squish like half the team. They're only 15 to 20 feet tall. And while that's big, 
That's 53 dudes. That's a lot. Against, going up against him. 53 really strong, really fast dudes. Yeah, well, okay. 47 yes. really strong, fast dudes. You got quarterbacks and kicker punter. Yes. But uh, <laughs> Good otherwise, call. yes. That Still. Is, uh, that is correct. So I think just out of, through teamwork and numbers, I think the football team weirdly wins this. I was I was thinking the same thing. I mean, before we even got when we, the moment you said a standard fifty three man roster, I was like, "Crap, <laughs> crap!" The football team might have yeah, this one won. I know it might get real interesting if we would have done just an offense or just a defense. But uh-huh. their football team, so yes, in all technicality, it would be the whole roster. I whole dagum team. So, so yeah. We'll And they're they're all moving targets. Like Yeah, they're all moving targets. Can you hit a moving target one out of ten times? And also how well can you focus if you have an eagle screaming like like full full blown nosedive at you? I'm going to give the slight edge to the sober ones in this. That would be the Eagles. I mean, slight. We're talking like ran a thousand times. It's 550 to 500 or to oh, yeah. to, to 450, you know, like yeah. the Eagles win 550 times, right? And mainly because just having the advantage of being able to fly distance and come in from all the angles and the fact that like... I mean, eagles are still just animals, but at the same time, they're predatory animals, and so they do have some tactics to them. And and then I think there's off chance, too, like you said, oh, he's pecking my buddy. I'm going to turn and shoot the eagle. Well, I feel like there's decent, there's, there's a halfway decent chance, you know, with all the chaos going on, you straight up shoot. You might shoot the eagle. You might shoot your friend in the head. Nobody really knows. And so I think I think I think moments like that, I mean, it'll come down where there's like three eagles left and like two dudes and it's like neck and neck. And, you know, it's it's banking on oh this you know, one or two shots that have to land just right, but I'm gonna go very slight advantage to the Eagles on this one. And I am just fine with that. So alright, then we'll move Eagles versus football team. <laughs> alright. So this one, go ahead. Just go ahead. I don't know. I mean, to me, I think football team. There's just too many people for the Eagles to be able to peck at well, to kill. Well, I think one guy catches one, and they finish off the bird while he's got it wrangled. And I, I don't know. Fifty-three people is a lot. Look, I, I was going to say, I, I, when I almost just totally hijacked this one from you, all I was going to say was, look, 53, 53 guys, what, how many Eagles? Five? Seven? Uh, it's around 8 to 12, somewhere in there. Oh, 8 to 12, okay, okay. 8 to 12, 
all you need to do is sacrifice eight to 12 guys and potentially not even full blown sacrifice. Just be like, all right, Ricky, you're going to let him mount you. And then, and then Joey over here is going to, is going to come from this side and grab the Eagle and then wrestle it to the ground. And then four other guys, the rest of the D line is going to stomp it out. Right. And you just do that. Right. You just have to sacrifice eight to 12, eight to 12 roster spots to to be able to catch the Eagles. It's a basic bait trap, man. You just set, look, you take your long snappers, you take your kicker, you take your punter, maybe even a backup quarterback and boom, that's half the people you need to sacrifice. Doesn't need to be yeah. It would be Dwayne Haskins. And he's so tough enough, he might be able to run his bait twice. Right? Depending on how quickly they're able to snatch the eagle. But, yeah, I mean, look, that's, I'm sorry, it's a no-brainer there, man. If I've got 53 guys versus yep. 8 to 12 eagles, it's, <laughs> we can sacrifice 8 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, the last, uh, last matchup is Cowboys versus football team. <laughs> So, uh, uh, all I have here is, wow, are the football team really about to go undefeated? I kind of think so. <laughs> the Cowboys have just run out of ammo, and then they're just dudes against a full team. Oh my gosh, yeah. Then it's, if, even if you even if you hit every, well, no, they could, yeah. Yeah, if they hit every one of their shots on full on. Has to be a kill shot. Shots. Which yeah. it isn't happening. And so it's like, no. yep. Look, you'll probably, they'll probably cut down, I don't know. Oh, significantly. Maybe 20 to 25 30. people. Yeah. But, but, but it's just, it's just like, you know, the zombie apocalypse stuff. It's like you sit there and you can mow down some zombies, but if there's just a horde of them and there's only two of you, yep. you got it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So yes, football team goes undefeated. They they have hacked they have hacked the mascot games. All right, they've hacked them. So then we have to wonder: Do they ever need to change their mascot? Since they have, I mean, they apparently have the best, toughest mascot. If they're going off of this model, they should never change it. I don't never. know what other model you could even use. I mean, it's not like the Giants are the closest thing, man. Like the Suns. <laughs> The Suns, I feel, would win. Yeah, the the Giants. I mean, I mean Giants another good one. Giants. Yeah, I mean they're at least good. They're at least like I think they had the best chance at beating overcoming football team. But like, there's there's really not ma- there's really not mascots out there, you know that um that can that can overcome that. So I think I think if, look if they're going off this model, stick with this model. This is the way to go. But. I have is the 49ers because I don't know how many people that is. Oh man, no that's idea. that's a crap ton of people, and they're like they're like they're like pioneer type people. Like they dealt with being poor and broke, and so so they could take a beating. Yeah, but yeah, that's probably the closest thing, man. In all honesty, they're already malnourished and ready yeah. to die. Well, it's either that or like <laughs> like other other ones. <laughs> other ones are uh, the Patriots. That one's pretty sure. Yeah, the Patriots might might be the best. Yes. That's got to be some numbers there. Some numbers, some grit, some will, and some muskets. All right? <laughs> That's what you got. But the real, need, the right? real question is, are we taking this to its fullest, fullest um, 
uh, fullest extent here and just going to extend this prediction out to say that based on this model, we are predicting the Washington football team to win the division. I think we have to, right? This is pretty foolproof. We already did a whole episode um, like 17, 18 weeks ago about about how the Washington football team was going to rally around being a football team and have an unprecedented, unheard of season. And with how their schedule, their last two games pan out, I mean, all signs point to yes, to quote the Magic 8-Ball. Yeah, I think you're spot on. I I think that's what's going to happen. Because that was my next question, is what's your prediction? Where does everyone land? So we'll kind of modify power rankings and say, what are your final um, actual standings for the division? My final, how I think it'll end up. At this point, I have to think football team is probably going to make it. Okay. I think they'll be I think they'll win it. Um I think the Giants will lose next week and then beat the Cowboys mm-hmm. last week of the season. I think Eagles win next week. So And then do the Eagles would, lose to the football team? That's what it would have to come down to, right? Mhm. Because um, no, I think football team wins against the Panthers, then loses to the Eagles. So that would put them at seven wins. That would put the Eagles at six, eight, or six, nine, and one. So they would be second. Mm-hmm. The Giants would be at uh, what would it be six, six and ten. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys then at five and eleven. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. Um. You know what? I'll take that. I will take that. There, I mean, <laughs> look, there's, there's, there's a huge part of me that wants to see Washington football team really find a way to squander this. But I mean, it's anybody's oh, game. Uh, it's anybody's game. Uh, as I think, as long as the Cowboys don't win, I think we can call it um, a good. Like I'm, this is the Washington football team gets the exception mainly based off the game we just played with mascot battles. That yeah. I'm comfortable. With Riverboat Ron, especially if he has to do it with Dwayne Haskins, who, by the way, never. Dwayne Haskins. Oh my gosh! And by the way, I never got to mention this. Um, Old Alex Smith. They say it's just a leg contusion, but I, based on what I know about Alex Smith, um, he, I just, it's, I think it's fair to assume he is on the brink of death. Um, he only knows how to injure his lower leg by almost killing himself, basically, um, in some weird way. So. And I, you just have to assume they say, "Oh yeah, it's just a calf contusion." Well, I, this contusion, there's more to it. It's probably some like malignant cancer or something crazy like that, or some flesh eating, flesh eating bacteria. I don't know. And and all of a sudden he's gonna he's gonna come back and he's only gonna have one calf muscle for the rest of his life, but he somehow manages to function. I don't know. They're gonna graft some of his hamstring onto his calf, and he's like, "Dude, this leg is this leg has been through nom and back, folks." But that's uh yeah that's that's where we stand and so I'll, I'll take that as well do you want to do some quick predictions to finish us off just for next week's games you want, I'll, I'll do speed predictions yeah speed predictions you can go through and do yours okay 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 because I think that'll be uh I, I think it'll be pretty fun so Giants Ravens Ravens win by a hundred <laughs> Panthers Washington Panthers win by six. And then the Duper Bowl, round 37, Eagles-Cowboys. Eagles win by two on a snap over the punter's head at the very end of the game. 
<laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, I gotta focus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Would you believe me if I told you that I didn't think of those at all until I started talking? Hey, that was first impressions, alright? First impressions. Let's see if I let's see if I got it in me. I'm gonna go in a little bit of a different order, but alright. Washington Panthers, Washington win by three. <clears throat> it's gonna be 16-13. Giants Ravens. Ravens win by at least 60. Graham Gano probably shows out and kicks another field goal or two. That's about it. Eagles Cowboys. Mm, I'm going to take the Eagles. It's going to be 19 to 23. <clears throat> and um, there's going to be some weird stuff. Is that everybody? Oh, sure. oh that's everybody. Because that's the. Yeah, there's only three games. Man, I hope it's on TV. Oh. Eagles Cowboys. I oh, really hope it's the 325 slate. The other one is Rams Seahawks. So for oh, our region. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way they put that on TV. The only. Whatever head coach loses is getting fired. Hey. Then they might. The only a hey, the only chance it has is regional. It's regional based because it's, it's the Fox it games. Right. It's both on Fox, so it might be on. Yeah, we since we're in the middle of the country, because of those those are both West Coast teams. But I agree with you, not a freaking chance otherwise, man. <laughs> Even though the Rams lost to the Jets, mean managed to be the only team the Jets beat this season. Um. I think I think it's still a hundred percent gonna be <laughs> the other game, but man, if that's game on, you gotta yep. watch. You gotta go watch that hyperball. It's gonna be one for the books, one for the books. And then week seventeen is gonna get even more lit. So, oh, Con- I can't wait. <clears throat> any last thoughts, Connor? Final thoughts. I hope everyone loses this week. So week seventeen is beautiful. <laughs> Did you hear that, folks? Everyone lose. Talking to the teams here. Keep that in mind. All right. Look, I'll take I'll take some loss. I need some fumbly, rumbly, bumbly football. All right. We the Eagles put on a freaking show last week. All right. The Cowboys kind of did, but they can do better, and I think they will do better. All right. I'm I'm the Giants though. Come on, boys. I don't just need stagnant three and out football. I need big mistakes, huge mistakes. Really let it rip. Okay. I'm talking anything and everything you can think of. And then football team, mm, it's it's hard to bet against Riverboat Ron, but man, when he's got to play a quarterback he hates more than his ex stepdaughter, it's like come on, uh, it's it's tough, right? That's the only chance we got. So, <laughs> fingers crossed on that one. Uh, I'm not. Just for clarification, I don't think he has an ex-stepdaughter, and if he did, I don't think he's the type of person that would hate them, but that was just for the sake of the podcast, all right, folks? Before anybody gets all fired up. And on that note, if you want to get fired up and let us know, you can always email the show at theramblingviking at gmail.com, or or you can text it, uh, 580-678-9258. Crap, let me double check myself. I might have just reverted back to the wrong number. So let me let's 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 make sure I got that on part. It's either six seven eight or seven eight nine. I can never remember. So gosh. It is seven eight nine. Five eight oh seven eight nine nine two five eight. Man, it's been a it's been a podcast of brain farts, broken train thoughts, and and typos in 
the phone numbers. What a day. What a day. Well, Connor, this has been one of our longer episodes. We want to thank everyone for listening. Hope you had a great time. Hope you liked, subscribed, shared it, and hope you're looking forward to these last two wonderful weeks of NFC Lease football. And who knows who's going to come out on top, but we're all excited to wait and find out who's going to lease.